Hello world! Welcome to another Thursday show. And today with us we have a special co-host. Welcome, Jasmine. How are you? Good. Hello world. I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Super fine. So thank you a lot. And because I'm sure Nitya is watching right now and she's like, oh, she was having technical issues. So big thanks to Jasmine who decided to help and join us today. So Nitya, I'm Nitya. Jasmine, please tell us a little bit more about you. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me today. My name is Jasmine Greenaway. My Twitter handle is Paladik. Um, I am based in New York City. I'm a cloud advocate at Microsoft. I have been at Microsoft for a little over three years now. And you know what uh, I focus on is education. So talking about the cloud in hackathons and universities and things like that. And a lot of what I do and a lot of what I work on is focused these days on beginner content. So I wanted to share quite a few things of uh, things that my me and my team have been working on, if that's okay. Um, so the first thing, that I want to talk about as web dev for beginners. Is that we can we we have some time to talk, chat about that? Yeah, of course. Awesome. So, um, so the first thing I want to talk about is web dev for beginners. This is a series that we started last summer for educators and folks uh, who might be self learners who want to learn about the basics of web development. So this is a series of uh, 12 or 24 weeks up to you of modules for you to learn everything from tooling all the way to accessibility and interactivity. So if you are interested, definitely check it out. Has a lot of interest on, on GitHub nowadays. So um, definitely get in on the action. Excellent. Yeah, right? Super great. Um, so a lot of great content there. And the other thing I want to share today was uh, Django. So I am learning Python right now. And you know, one of the things I really enjoy about it is its flexibility. You can do data, you can do all kinds of things with it. And specifically when it comes to the web, we have the framework Django. And uh, a new module came out recently about how to essentially build a, a data-driven website with Django. So it goes into how to manage and, and, and administer your databases, also including deployment, so deploying to Azure, and also building data-driven views and forms. So if that's of interest to you, definitely check that out. And these will be in the show notes as well. That's fantastic. So there's content, whatever you're a beginner or that you're you know, you know, part of your journey is already done. There's something for you and all the links are in the show note, correct? Yes, exactly. We have a lot of interest. We have a lot of translation as well. And we have a lot of folks like you were saying who are, you know, maybe already in web development, maybe working as professional web developers and they're using it as a, a great refresher. And, you know, we all need that sometimes. So totally, totally uh, excited to see this, this kind of usage and see how it's being, you know, distributed. Definitely. And today we have a big show. So we'll start with in a few minutes, in a few minutes, in one minute, with File New Project and Scott at Ensemen and, Summon and uh, a new uh, a new uh, finding, a 
another pearl in uh, TikTok. And after that, we'll go with uh, Isaac for Azure Tips and Tricks. We then go to Thomas for Certification All Up. And of course, ABC is still present even without Nitya. So I have a big responsibility to share our drawing. I'm sure it will be pretty fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. But first, to get started, who are we starting with? So today we're starting on uh, our next segment with Scott Hanselman and Sophie. And what they're gonna be talking about is, you know, taking computer science content to the web, to social, and educating others with TikTok. So let's let's check it out and see what uh, what their, their conversation was all about. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman, and this is File New Project. Uh, I am talking with Sophie. She's a, a fintech a software engineer, and she has amazing TikToks at Life by Sophie. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I noticed yesterday on TikTok you were hosting a live, and you had dozens and dozens of people who are interacting with you live on TikTok, and you're answering their questions. Why are you so generous with your time? You could be doing other stuff. Yeah, definitely. So I graduated from UCI with a degree in computer science and engineering. With that being said, I'm no stranger to the adversities that are present in the STEM field. And I want to kind of act as that person that cultivates a community where people feel open and comfortable to ask their questions. And I, I'm very aware that I have a lot to learn, but I think it's so important to lift others as you rise, especially um, for for underrepresented, uh, historically underrepresented groups. And so that's mainly why I'm doing it. And I just wanna be able to provide free coding resources that are available, accessible, because I think everyone should have access and be exposed to it. Do you think that your message is being heard? Have you had people reach out and tell you that it was meaningful that uh, they saw your TikToks? I do have a few people that comment and say, hey, you got me into coding or um, I downloaded this app and it was super helpful. So I definitely think that the message is being well received and it makes me, it makes it all worth it for sure. Now you're doing this in your spare time, right? You have a full-time job. You're a full-time software engineer working in finance and um, you could be spending other time doing other things. Are you thinking about doing even more extracurriculars? Yeah, so I do have a full-time job, um, but it's it's something that I'm passionate about. And I, I want to serve as that role model to show, you know, especially Black girls, Afro-Latinas, that, you know, I, I did it. You can do it. There's nothing stopping you. Uh, I'm working on hopefully, maybe soon, um, having a podcast um, and just providing more resources, lending my platform or creating a platform where I can help uh, voice others' opinions and things that they're going through and kind of just get a great community of diversity um, within code and technology. Did you have someone in your life or a teacher or a professor who looked like you? And was it important that they looked like you? And did that change the direction of your life? Absolutely. Um, my first year of college, um, I actually was introduced to someone who, Black woman, uh, the first person that I ever met who has a PhD in computer engineering. And when I saw her, my jaw dropped. And I that was my old moment. I said, if she do it, I can do it, stopping me from doing it. And so I want to be that person for someone else because it's only right. So you think that people are scrolling by the for your page on TikTok and then they see algorithms and data science and they see life by Sophie and then you're explaining, you know, how to, I don't know, sort a height balance tree or something and you're like. 
she's super smart. I want to learn all about this thing now. Honestly, I just think that I, I, I try and make it, you know, I don't think everyone has to pursue a career in STEM, but I do think at the very least, it's important that they're exposed to what is going behind all the technology that they're interacting with, right? Being an informed and smart user is so important. And so even if it's if that's doing a, a five minute challenge daily for an app that I suggest, it's just it, it makes the biggest difference, I think. It sounds like you really advocate for you know forward motion that you think that some people may feel stuck or be stuck and i found in my interactions on TikTok that a lot of people are on TikTok scrolling late at night because they feel like they're not moving forward in life and you're pushing them forward yeah because i think everyone especially for stem every people need to be encouraged to go into stem there's this stigma that it's so hard and that you know you have to fit a certain stereotype or a certain uh, you have to be great at math in order to go into STEM. It's not true. If you have grit, you have hard work, and you are willing to learn, then it's it's all yours. And I want to be that person to say, you know, I did it. You can do it. There's nothing stopping you. And so if you're interested, if you have the even the least bit of interest in STEM or code, go for it. And I'm here to point you in the right direction. That's fantastic. So you can find Sophie everywhere online, uh, whether it be Instagram or TikTok, at Life by Sophie. And I'm looking forward to your upcoming podcast because now that we've put it out into the universe, it's going to happen. Thank you so much. Yes, definitely. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for chatting with us. This has been File Project. Very inspiring. I'm always surprised TikTok start has like you know you are supposed to be only finding funny videos and now it's all learning new stuff and talking about learning new stuff it's now time to meet our spatial agent isaac in front of azure hq isaac how's the weather over there are you there hey frank how's it going i think the weather's not too bad that's right Isaac Levin here with another edition of Azure Tips and Tricks. And today I'm super excited because we're going to be talking about how to set up Azure Private Link. Oh, I'm, I want to learn more. Go. <laughs> All right, let's roll the video and get started. So I, the first thing I want to just set up is that Azure Private Link, you know, it allows you to create secure connections to Azure services or your own services and the applications that are behind an Azure load balancer. So, and I'm going to show you how to secure a connection between Azure SQL and a virtual agent. So let's start by creating a virtual network. The virtual machine that we'll create later will use this network. So first I want to give it a name, type in an address space. Now I'll create a resource group for it to go as well. So that's really, really important. Everything's going to go into this resource group. So for location, I'm going to pick West US or I'm sorry, West Central uh, and as the location, and now I'll select Windows Server 2019 after I specify a subnet. So we'll do that, excuse me. And the next thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, that's like creating the virtual network. Now I'm creating the virtual machine. So first I'll select that resource group that I created earlier, and I'll specify a name, I'll specify a region again, and then I'm going to point it uh, at the Let's scroll down a little bit. Sorry about that. I'm going to select Windows uh, 2019 Data Center as the VM type. Specify username and password to log in. And then what that's going to give us the opportunity later when we RDP into it, we're going to be able to log in. And then finally, after I create my password, I'm going to select uh, the basically ports to open up. So no networking, no disks, or sorry, no disks, switch over to networking. And then as you can see here, we have this, our subnets pre-populated. 
right? So that's really important to call out. And then I'm just going to allow selected ports. I want to be able to access the HTTP port as well as the RDP port. Yep. And then I'm going to click review and create. So this is going to allow us to RDP into it later. So after I create the virtual machine, the next thing I want to be able to do is I want to create a SQL Server database to connect to. So I'm going to, again, select the resource group that we created, and I'll give it a name, and I'll create a new SQL Server for it. So let's give this SQL Server a name, put in a username, give it the name real quick, type, 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 specify the login and the password for it, and then we're going to specify the location. At this point in time, we're going to be creating a SQL Server and then a database attached to it. So in the future, when we connect later, after uh, when we connect to our database, we're going to be able to log into it. So again, scrolling, scrolling, log out. And then the last thing I'm going to show you is I'm going to set up everything that I just created together using private link. So that's the final piece. So this is the private link center. From here, I can create private endpoints for services like a SQL Server. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to click Start. I'm going to specify that resource group yet again. And then I'm going to specify the name of the private endpoint, give it a region. And then on the next screen, I'm going to select West Central US. On the next screen here, I specify the resource type and the resource itself that I want to create a connection to. So I'm going to create uh, my private tip server, and then I'm going to, that's going to be a SQL server. Then specify the virtual network. I have that here. It's already pre-populated. And then once I create this, I specify the DNS here. After I create, now all I need to do is I just need to connect to the VM that I created. So I download an RDP file, open this guy up, and so now I am in a virtual machine and I have a command uh, prompt open. So one of the things I want to do is I just want to validate that everything's wired up. So let's try NSLOOKUP for the SQL Server. We'll do that here. And this tells me that the private endpoint is working because it augments the address with a private link monitor. So now we can test it by actually opening up SQL Server Management Studio, which I downloaded and installed earlier. And we can connect to our database. So here I specify the server name, that right here. So I'm going to type in the server name. This isn't the this is the external server name, not the IP address. I specify the SQL Server authentication uh, login password that I specified earlier. Remember password and then hit connect. One of the things that's really really exciting here is that I didn't have to go in and specify oh uh, allow all Azure uh, endpoints to be able to connect to this. So because it's all running on the same private link, I have all of this set up. So it's super, super exciting. It allows you to basically work behind Windows Firewall in a way that allows additional security. And there you have it, right? Super, super exciting, the ability to connect to private link. And very useful. So where yes. people, there was a lot of content and like things were yeah. moving very fast. So where people can get more. Yeah. Great call out, Frank. So one of the things that I want people to say is that this tip, as well as all the other tips that we've done, as well as hundreds more, are all available in the show notes. So that's ak.ms slash hello world. Check it out. Thanks Excellent. again, Frank. And now let's bring Jasmine because the next segment is with her. So um, what's coming next, Jasmine? Yeah. So for a second, there you are. Hey, hey. So the next thing we're going to take a look at is certifications, and we are going to go to our certification expert, that who is Thomas. Thomas, so can you give bring me up to speed on what you all talked about last time with certifications? Hi, Jessica. It's great to see you today. Um, yeah, so last week we actually talked about when you pick the right certification path for you and you pick the right exam, how do you actually prepare for that exam? And today we're going to talk about how you can actually schedule uh, one of these exams. Oh, great. 
Great. So yeah, let's get right into it. Absolutely. So to schedule an exam, you just go to the exam page, right? And you can find put some links into uh, show notes. And you can also find more information on Microsoft.com slash learn and find the different certifications there. Or you use your favorite search engine, Bing, uh, and you will also find the exam pages. Now, last time I showed you that there's obviously a lot of information about the exam, uh, talking about like the skills you need and the outline. But obviously, there's also a big information here about scheduling the exam. And you have different certification providers, as, as you can see here, uh, depending on uh, if you're a student or instructor or non-student. Um, and by the way, you can see here also a very interesting offers, which we have for job seekers. Uh, like So you get some uh, pretty good discounts on taking these exams. Um, and then the next thing you would actually do is you would go through the wizard, uh, you would enter need like your information, you need a Microsoft account, which is attached to that. And you would then actually decide on where you would take that exam. Uh, and the great option here, as you can see, especially in these times, you can also take the exam at home or from your work. Ah, interesting. Okay. So I can, that's nice. I can take the exam at home and I have much, lots of options, whether I'm a job seeker or, you know, a student, but I can take it at home. So could, how does that, how do, uh, how does this work with, you know, anti-cheating and things like that? Absolutely. I mean, this is like the question, like I was also thinking when I heard about it the first time, right? It was like, how does that work? And so there's some special software you need to download and you need to do some checks like, okay, is your connectivity good enough? You need to have a webcam, which will be used to monitor during the exam, as well as your microphone is going to be on. So we try to reduce, like the team there tries to reduce uh, like that there's no one actually can cheat. But also is important that you have a very clean setup because during the like login process, um, when you take the online exam, uh, you will need to provide pictures from your workspace, right? So you actually can make sure that there's no one else in the room uh, and you have nothing else here where you can actually read the answers from or you could uh, use your favorite search engine to ping the information. Um, so this is, for example, a picture of how it looks like. I take my surface and I sit on the like basically the table in, in our living room and that is where I take the exam because there's no other screen, nothing else to set up. Uh, and this is a great way of doing that. Um, when you're then into the exam, the exam software starts. And if you never took a Microsoft exam, this is kind of like how it looks like, right? Uh, this is obviously, by the way, an official print screen I'm allowed to use. And you're not allowed to take pictures of the exam or anything like that. But this is how it, how it looks like. There are multiple different ways. And usually, there are multiple choice questions uh, where you need to go through um, and in a certain amount of time and answer these. Now, you probably ask yourself, like, okay, what after that? So when it's a regular exam, you immediately get like the information if you passed the exam or not. So no waiting there. If you take a beta exam, uh, it can take a while until you get the result. But then it will show up in your official Microsoft transcript. That is why you need to use your Microsoft account there. So this is how we go on, and then you can take your exam. Awesome. I do like the fact that, you know, you get, you know, you, you know, with specific tests, you get instant, you know, uh, 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 update if you uh, passed or not. I, you know, that, that test anxiety, I totally understand that. Now, for those of you who might be taking an exam, like the next 
day or maybe the next hour. Um, Thomas, you want to uh, impart some knowledge or wisdom or encouragement for, for those test takers? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the most important thing is to understand that you actually need to go out and take that exam. Schedule it before you actually go out and learn. So you know in two months, um, you set yourself a deadline um, when you actually need to go out and, and learn for it. So uh, that always helps me to set that deadline. And there's no shame, by the way. I failed many, many of those exams, but you obviously have the option to do a retake. Thank you so, so much for sharing with us, Thomas. Um, so yeah, so next we're going to get Frank back up here because we have, uh, I actually don't know what's next. It might be a surprise for me. What's going on, Frank? <laughs> Before going to the next segment, I want to add, and uh, like that's a very uh, nice topic uh, today, Thomas, because when I did my certification, I did it at home because I thought it was very convenient, but I did it in my office. And this side may look very clean, but what I'm looking at, it's not. There's a bunch of screen and camera and lights. Like the security is very taken seriously. They made me remove everything to wow. make sure it was secure. And like I play the game. So like going in a clean area before, better plan i think like so the kitchen empty kitchen with like just the surface definitely a good maybe just a cable so like you're sure you have uh like you know power all the time you don't want to stress that your battery is going low exactly. but that's very good advice thanks uh, thomas for sharing but yeah now i have a big responsibility because i need to share the abc segment for nitsia so whoo pressure, <laughs> pressure. <laughs> So I have some slides to share also. So Nitya want me, so she's not there. I'm sure she's watching. Hi, I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> so she want me to remember, to let people remember that there's the hurt challenge coming up for, no, not coming up, going on for the coming up hurt day. Uh, so every day Nitya is sharing and she's having like carbon learning adventure and she's sharing challenges uh, so those are the little character you could see the little uh square with the the two hands the c is the carbon and the two o's the hands are the oxygen atom so anyway i thought it was a lot of thinking in that thing so there is it and people are answering and that make the day of nitsia every time uh, she's very happy, so don't hesitate. You don't need to be like a master at drawing or an artist. Like, do the, the sketch note with the talent you have. I'm sure it's worth it. It's really fun. I'm personally looking forward to, to, to spend time and, and do one. Uh, mm -hmm. Challenges are, uh, they are accessible. They're not like, they're not hard to do. Just like, you know, take a few minutes and draw something really cool. Yeah, yeah, I love just seeing this involvement of like, you know, just, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, this uh, passion for, for the environment and, you know, seeing that in a creative way. So really neat. Yeah, very cool. But now, now let's bring everybody because it's the game show and tell and I'm sure you were looking for us, right? Yes, yes. I love a quiz. Uh, the quiz. Yes. Time to so, stretch. Stretch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, follow your lead, Isaac. So today the videos are still. It's always thirty seconds. So we have thirty seconds to guess what it is. It's a product or a service. But they are packed today. 
So let's start right away with the first one. It's so a I box. <laughs> so as nice you can one. see, that's a service. Oh, that one is a. It's that one is a. I I think it's an easy one. I like that. Ooh. Oh, oh, I know that data one. factory. Yeah, mm, I know what it is. Oh, we 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 poke we spoke about that one. Did I put the wrong one? We did it that one, right? Did we? Well, I'm just going to take credit. Like this is cool. Agile digital twins. Yes, oh. we did that Ooh. one. We did it last week. One. That's oh, fine. That's fine. Just make sure Thomas was paying attention last week. Yeah, exactly. I just want to say that's the chance for Isaac to actually win one. <laughs> oh, Again, okay. they're like, you know, right Whoa, away. Okay. okay. It's really competitive right. out here. Wow. All right. Okay. It's very competitive. Okay. So let's run the second one. It was the twins. It was the twins. Yeah. That one is long. So it needs to have so a lot of so information. Thomas, there's because there's three was... words in this one, Thomas. There's three words in this one. <laughs> yeah. She was worried you won't guess it. So again, we see here the little carbon character that she created. So now it's a concept. I know I know two of the words. Yeah. Um sensible. those green clouds. No, it's sustainable something engineering. That's what it is. But I don't know what the middle word is. Secure. Uh, let's go at whoop. I was trying to put it at the end. Let's can we bring it again and pause it maybe at the end? Yeah, that's that's okay. great right there. Um so it's all right, Frank. Tell us, you know the answer. Tell us what the answer is. Sustainable, Sustainable. software. Software engineering. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. <laughs> How how many cloud advocates do you need yeah. to use like well, software engineering? I mean, software. I'm in I'm in marketing. I'm not supposed to know anything about software. <laughs> so I mean, oh, it was pretty good. But like I said, it's very packed. Uh, do we have time for another one? Let's play another one. Yes, let's go for another one. So this time, again, this one is a service. Oh, Boom, I, like I know what it is. Oh, and if I, know what I it could is. say like if I put an extra int. It's related to uh, it, you know more coming up after our word today. Yawn, yawn. <laughs> wow. Oh, you want to guess it right now? Oh yeah, it's Azure Active Directory. What else? Yeah, is it gonna be? you got Ooh. it. So you're in fire, Isaac. Thomas. Yeah. I, I, to be fair, that is easy because the shortcut for it is AAD. So I know, like, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you're, dis you're discounting my win, Thomas. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm very proud of you, Isaac. Thank you As so always. much. Thank you so let's, much. Let's let's do a last one, and then we'll we'll go for the the call for action. Whoop. <laughs> okay, so again, another concept. Anything that improve my personal capabilities. Uh, sure, why not? I have a feeling that I know what it is. Oh yeah, and that's an excellent segue. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll pause it here. So what do you think it is? Thomas? I think it, I, I will point that to you. This one is. I, I have a feeling that it is accessible technology. Yes. Right. Oh, so good three on three for uh, four, like four on three for Isaac. Okay, I'm going to yeah. dance the rest of the day. Yeah. And 
they like if you didn't see it yesterday it was a special special segment for accessibility so you should definitely go watch it it was not there but I will put it in the show notes, even if it's another episode of uh, All Around Azure, uh, All Around Azure, Hello Words, uh, because it was a special 10-minute segment on accessibility, and it was really interesting. Yeah, but quickly, because time is flying only two minutes, Isaac, what's your? Uh, can you remember us where we can find all the Azure tips and tricks? I sure can, Frank. So all of the Azure tips and tricks that we've done on the show, as well as a bunch of other ones, you can access them via the show notes at aka.ms slash hello world. Excellent. Awesome. And Thomas, where can we learn more about certifications? As always, go to microsoft.com slash learn or check out the show notes for all the links and help we have there. Awesome. Thank you. And Sophie will be the the or perfect alias will be uh, the exact not perfect the exact alias will be in the show notes. But you can find Sophie, of course, on on TikTok. Awesome, yeah. And next up, uh, hang out because we have a fellow New Yorker as well, Jay, who is going to be talking to us about identity. So if that's of interest to you, um, check out the next segment or the next video, which is Azure Fun Bites. Yeah, and he's having a special guest today, today, Christos, and they will be talking about identity. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. That will that will be very very fun. Yeah. Um. So yes. So that's that's all for us today. But there's again more Hello Word coming up tomorrow, same time, and it's also available in replay two times a day. So have a look in the schedule. You will see there it's replay two other times. You can always leave a comment down below, or if you want, fill in the show note, there's a form. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think about the show, what content you would like to see, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. It was fun.